With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Vaccinations are behind schedule. Even more concerning is the vaccination card. Is this a portent of things to come? Will we need proof of vaccination to go to school or work or maybe travel? I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. It's time now for One More Thing. Uh, one More Thing, sir. With Sandy Shack. But we've got One More Thing. She's always got that extra something. Wow. Beauty, brains, and a complete psycho, my dream girl. On AM680, WRKO. 617-266-6868. 617-266-6868 is the number here if you want to speak with me. The text number is 70470 if you want to send a message. And this is Sandy Shack. I'm here every Saturday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. every week uh, on One More Thing. And if you want to hear past shows, you can go to WRKO.com slash podcasts where you can see all the shows that are on WRKO, including the Kuna Report, which uh, I work with during the week. And this show, One More Thing, you can hear all the past episodes. You can download them and listen to them at your leisure. So have you received the vaccine yet? I have not. I'm at the end of uh, phase two. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Um, and I met a guy at Trader Joe's the other day. I was waiting in line to go in the store. They're very conscientious about how many people are allowed in the store. Um, and who was informed me he'd been vaccinated. I don't know why he informed me. We were just – we had turned around and looked at the line. When I got there, there were 10 people in line. This was New Year's uh, Eve day. And I turned around – um, after I looked up from my phone and realized that I was only like two, two or three from the from the beginning, and there were uh, like a hundred people behind. They'd come out of nowhere, and after I'd been distracted by responding to texts on my phone, and the guy looked up in front of me too, and he's like, "Look at that! People are being so careful. I've been vaccinated." Okay, good for you, my friend. And I wanted to ask him, and I should have, except his turn came to go in the store, and he was in like a jackrabbit. Um, whether he'd gotten the card, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Have you seen the vaccination card? It's it's something that the CDC said was a good idea for uh, places to uh, to hand people when they got the vaccine. It's a it's a card that was um, the Defense Department did, to be honest with you, and they gave it out with the with the uh, vaccine, and it's filled out by the person who administered your vaccination and it's to remind you to get your your next dose on time because these vaccines are are double dosed and a photo of the official vaccination card was released by the department of defense at the beginning of december it was at right you know the press conference and the army general aperna is his name he's the chief operating officer for operation warp speed and he was asked 
what role the federal government plays, you know, in reminding to get reminding people to get their second doses. And what he said is that, you know, we've set up everything um, where when we sent out the kits the, for vaccination, which have the needles and the syringes, they've included these paper cards to be filled out and given to people to remind them of their next vaccine due date. Um, now, the U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services, Alex Azar, was very quick to point out that this is not a national vaccination ID. Apparently, the thought had occurred to him. Otherwise, I don't think he would have pointed it out. Do you? Um, and that made me start thinking, hmm, it's why was he so quick? I mean, literally, like a jumping right up, this is not a national vaccine ID. And I like Alex Azar, but my first thought was if he has to be so quick to respond before anybody asks the questions, then it has occurred to him that it could be used as such. So do you believe Secretary Azar when he says this is not a national vaccine ID? I don't think it's their, it was their intention to use it as such, but I suspect that it might, in fact, become just that. After all, you know, Dr. Fauci, who is uh, actually will be uh, chief medical advisor to Joe Biden in that interview he did with Newsweek, uh, said basically that that all things are on the table with the Biden administration. And he said he wasn't sure if the vaccine was going to be mandatory from a central government standpoint, like, you know, like a federal government mandate. But he was sure that there was going to be some requirement in regard to st certain institutions um, or like schools. There might be mandates at the state or city level. That's the kind of thing um, that he was talking about. And then he also added, you know, for travel, that it might be important to have uh, vaccines required for travel, i.e. a vaccination passport. Now, the WHO already has one of those available. They've been using one for a number of years. It's called the yellow card. Have you ever heard of the yellow card? It's an official record uh, that some countries require for entrance, and it can document vaccination against all sorts of things. You know, in the past, it's been used in regard to cholera and yellow fever, um, you know, measles, things of that nature. And the question becomes is, will there soon be a, a similar yellow card for COVID-19? And will it be required for travel? You know, several organizations are working on a vaccine passport already. Australian airline Qantas has announced that it will start requiring coronavirus shots for all passengers on its international flights. Uh, to me, I, I, some people may think that's common sense. To me, it's not. Um, and I think when you take a poll that a lot of travelers remain divided on, on whether to get vaccinated for the coronavirus. 
you know, this is this is an issue. Not everybody agrees they need to have vaccines for measles. Not everybody agrees that there are anti-vaxxers out there. They're just people who don't like vaccines, don't trust vaccines, nothing to do with COVID, don't want a shot, period. You know, this is this is what's going on right now. So are you going to now require those people to get a COVID passport, a COVID yellow card, a proof of vaccination before they can go anywhere? I mean, should should this be happening? Should this be allowed? Um, isn't this creating a, a second-class group of people if you do that? People who, who don't want to get a vaccination so that if you don't want to get a vaccination, you're not allowed to do certain things? Does that mean if you don't get a vaccination, you can't travel? How long before it means you can't go on an airplane or you can't go on a train? Or maybe eventually it means you can't cross a state line, even if you're driving your own car. Are we going to have checkpoints for COVID passports? You know, how long before you need a yellow card to check into a hotel? No, is is a vaccine passport a good idea? The number here is 617-266-6868. The text number is 70470. I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight is the number here. Six one seven two six 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 eight six eight. This is Sandy Shack. This is one more thing. The text number is seven zero four seven zero. We're talking about the possibility of a vaccination passport, and there are a lot of problems that come with that. And I am very uncomfortable with requiring people to get a vaccine before they can travel. And the other problem that you're going to have there is the question of validity. Um, you know, vaccination cards, the yellow card that people get from the WHO, have no security, and there's no way to, to, to be validated. Um, are we going to have to create a, an official department of, of vaccine passports? Is this going to be a whole new bureaucracy uh, to to make sure that uh, people are issued the correct vaccination passports and to make sure that uh, they've gotten the vaccine. I mean, what do you have to do? Go to the post office like you would for a regular passport and show your vaccine card that you got? And and at one point, you know, it, it, how many things are going to be included in that? Is it just right now for COVID? And is it going to extend to all sorts of things? So they're going to make everybody take vaccinations. And And I think it's very important to give everybody the choice on whether or not they're going to take a vaccine. Um, a lot of Americans are concerned about the long-term effects of the coronavirus vaccines. And requiring vaccination for travel sets a very dangerous precedent, I think. And I am extremely uncomfortable with it. How about you, David, from Hull? Do you think it's a good idea or a bad idea to have a vaccination passport? Well, um Let's be honest. If a person is vaccinated and the vaccine is effective, that person is protected. If a person chooses not to be vaccinated, they assume the risk. Mm -hmm. They do not become a risk to other people because all those vaccinated people are as safe as can be. Therefore, there's no 
logic train, which leads to everybody has to be vaccinated. Everybody has to have a vaccine passport, which is the same thing as an internal passport. Well, like, yeah, here's, the, here's an issue, though, David. Uh, like uh, airlines are private companies. They can require anything they want. Um, it's up to them whether they want to require a, a, um, a passport for vaccinations, and it's up to you whether you want to fly that airline or not. If they all do it, then you have an option whether to get it and use the airline or not get it and use a train or a car. But I think that the second point of what you're talking about is more insidious to me. At what point will you be required to use a passport, uh, a vaccine passport, to cross the U.S.? Yeah, now remember, freedom of travel has been a hallmark of the United States, mm -hmm. as in you can go from here to there uninterfered with. Uh, it's, you know, traditional Americanism, the freedom to travel. Now, as I say, uh, if only you are put at risk by refusing the vaccine, then I don't see the logic that requires, see, the totalitarians, it's always forced this and forced that. Um, we're, we're, you know, going down that, uh, that road, you know, yeah. and each, um, what would you call it, the more control that's put in place, the less freedom. And it's not justified. It's not justified. At the moment, I got a case of COVID. And at some point, uh, my natural system will rise to the occasion, and I will acquire natural immunity. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I question whether a um, vaccine is anything but putting money in somebody, somebody's pocket. Well, that's know? the other issue. What about all those people, David, who have had COVID and who no longer require a vaccine? Can you yeah, force them to get a vaccine so they have a vaccine passport, or are you going to require them to get a blood test to show they have immunity? Well, at what point do you, do you draw a line on this? Yeah, and like I say, remember, with your totalitarians, it's forced collectivization, forced integration, forced uh, equality. Force. Force is the common denominator. Because they, I don't know, they get a chubby out of forced this and forced that. Mm -hmm. it, it's the mentality of a rapist, you know. Hmm. Uh, it's not uh, consent, which is what democracy is all about. Yeah. It's um, you're a whole bunch it's of. It's bending people know. to your will. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's a real pearl and a half, apparently, for that kind of defective personality. Um. We have had freedom of travel. The COVID, contrawise to popular rumor, there is no increased mortality. If you have an epidemic, a pandemic, there should be deaths that would not be there. You know? In other words, you have, you have a certain number of people die every year in the U.S., and they die of many different things. If you have a real pandemic, then there should be excess deaths. But so far this, um, well, so far this year, count 2020, there is no excess. And if there's no excess, no bump in the number of uh, people who have died, 
and there is no pandemic. Uh, you can have people that have cancer, people that yeah. have heart disease. Well, people no, that I, I appreciate the logic of your argument, David. Uh, the thing is that a pandemic doesn't mean that people have to die. It just means that people are getting sick. But um, I do understand yeah, but, exactly and, and what I'm, you're saying. I got to hold you there because I try to get another call in before the break, David. But I thank you so much for the call. Karen from Quincy, welcome to WRKOS. Are you going to get the vaccine, Karen? Uh, yeah, I think I am. I, I work at a nursing home. Oh, yeah. I think that's yeah. all you really need to know. Yeah, no, but, I, I intend to get it, too. I, I'm going to get it because just for my, own, for my own peace of mind, I don't have a problem with getting it. But I do have a problem with being told that I need a vaccine passport. Yeah. What do you I understand. Right now, for us, it's optional to get the vaccine. So is it really? I was I was a little anxious, like scared to get it, but now I'm scared not to get it. Yeah. So I go back and forth, but I do have a mother who has COPD, and I would feel terrible if I gave it to her. So I. I so your job, I, your job, Karen, is not requiring you to get it. No, we. I work in a nursing home, and right yeah. now it's optional. And um, I, I'm a dietitian, so I do go. I go into the rooms yeah. to interview patients. So yeah. I do go into each new patient's room, and and you know, I, I've seen, I've, I was working two facilities, one one main job and one part time job. My part time job, uh, 26 people died in that place, and oh. my place that I'm at now, 14, uh, about 14 died in. It, it's really, it hits home, and we had a co-worker die at my main job, oh. uh, someone who was in her 50s. And wow. So it, it's just, sometimes, you know, I'm usually okay, but then sometimes you just sit there and you're like, it, it scares you, you know? So, and I don't, I, I do get a little anxious sometimes, but I'm, like I said, I think it's probably better to get it. I have a friend who's a dietitian too at another facility, and she just got over having the virus. And she was right. going to get the vaccine, but she got the virus, and yeah. she was really, really sick. And then I've had other coworkers who don't have any symptoms at all and have tested positive, well, mild have, symptoms. Do you have any coworkers, Karen, who don't want to get the vaccine um, that you know the, of? The only I I think I've heard through the grapevine that there might have been some people, maybe, um, but some maybe nurses' aides, but I don't know. I think some of them have changed their minds, and because one girl did die of the virus, that was yeah. a nurses' aide, and. Then um, one girl who was another department had said that she was kind of, I know she was on the fence about getting it, but she was going to get it. Well, anyway, boom, she got the virus this, hmm. this last week, and she's not feeling too well. And, and the, the work is very good. They test us every week. And um, if you think you're sick, and just like this one other department head we had, she just got tested out uh, with a rapid test out in the parking lot. because I'm not testing well. I'm you know, not feeling well. Can you test me? So we tested her in the parking lot, and she was positive then we for the rapid test and then we we test her again for the pcr test which is you know the more i guess accurate test. is that the brain we tickler every week is that the brain tickler one the one that they have yeah. to go up basically right up your nose yeah yeah that's how we get tested both the rapid and the other they're one they're both but the we, same way yeah yeah and we can we can test we're testing ourselves now we can just like put it up our nose to both nostrils and put it in a test tube we've been um you know, in service on how to do it correctly. And then it's put in a test tube and then it's sent off to the lab. It's just, and then I heard like the things with the CDC is changing every day too with this virus. And mm. I think if there's another outbreak, it just takes one um, employee or staff member, I mean, one staff member or a patient to have 
the virus and it's called an outbreak. And now it says outbreak, I think we have to get tested every three days. So so if anybody at the home gets COVID, then you all have to be tested every three days. Oh, that's what I heard last okay. time. But yeah. like I said, the, the rules are always changing. Right now, we're, we're all being tested once a week because we do have um, an outbreak because we had a staff member. Then that staff member, and then we recently had another staff member. And one staff member was really um, not sick at all, and the other the recent staff member, I just heard that she's not feeling well, and that's why yeah. she got tested in the parking lot. But it's just, it's it's scary, though. You know, it really it's is. Because people scary. are dying. Some people don't, yeah, some people yeah. don't see it. And they say, oh, you know, and, I'm, and I don't see anyone dying. I said, well, I have, you know. it's Well, you would be considered terrible. in, obviously, in phase one, Karen. Do you have a date yes. to, get your, to get your shot? Yeah, um, January 12th is the first shot, and then um, the second one will be February 2nd. And we're going to, the CVS is coming in, and they're going to, we've all signed, the cons- we're in the process of doing consent forms, and then CVS is going to come in and, and do everybody, and, the staff is volunteering to keep an eye. You have to be um, watched for 15 minutes after you get the shot. But what, what, one of our sister facilities just did 180 people wow. in the facility, and no one had any reaction. So that's a good sign, at least with the first shot. You know, yeah. we've only yeah. so far done that with us. Well, the know, guy company. that I met in line at Trader Joe's had had no bad effects either. I don't know if he got the Pfizer or the Moderna. I don't think it matters mm-hmm. at this point, um, other than the fact that one's mm-hmm. easier to store than the other. Um, but it's, that's, that's amazing. So you are, so you're scheduled to get it and you are going to be, I would, as soon as they let me, I'm going to get mine too. As a matter of fact, Karen, um, you have the asthma, so that's a good idea. Yeah. So it's, and you know, and, and I know that for instance, Jeff Cooner, I don't know if he's going to get it or not. I don't believe he is. And he has some underlying health issues. So I know, but he knows it's it's getting cold and and Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's a demonstration of the fact that this is everybody's choice. It's got to be your mm-hmm. choice to do the yeah, thing that yeah. you feel is best for your family and for and for your job or for whatever it is that you need to do. I think I think it's a, a very responsible decision for you to make it to get it when you lit when you work in a in a uh, nursing home environment. I think that's I think that's the responsible yeah. thing to do. Um, but yeah, that that's my so. view. And it's just, you know, yeah. I think it's up to you. And and you've obviously made the decision and you've obviously given it a great deal of thought. And you, yeah. know, you have to you have to decide what's best for you. Yeah. So, well, good luck, Karen. I hope everything goes well and I hope everything goes well at work. And fingers crossed for everybody that you work with that, yeah. and that oh, your coworkers you. who have who have gotten covid uh, get better. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you. And um, it's good to hear you on Saturday. Thank you so much, Karen. I appreciate that. Thank you for the call. And and good luck to everybody at uh, both the places where you work. We're going to take a break. The number here is 617-266-6868. And it's interesting, Karen just, you know, Karen is obviously in phase one because she has, um, because she works in a nursing home environment. And there, I don't think anybody disagrees with uh, people who work in nursing homes or with first responders, but there are some interesting choices of people who are in phase one that I don't think necessarily should be there. And maybe we could talk about that on the other side of the break. Again, the number is 617-266-6868. The text number, 70470. This is Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight is the number here. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. This is Sandy Shack. This is one more thing here on WRKO. My text number, if you want to get in touch with me, is seven zero four seven zero nine seven eight. Says they can put my vaccination passport on my new voter ID card. Well, that would be a little horse trading. Would you Would you uh, agree to a vaccination passport if uh, if Everybody had to have a voter ID card. That might might cut down on voter fraud a little bit if uh, if we could do that. I'm not sure it's worth it, to be honest with you. What do you think? Is that an, is that a good trade to uh, I'll get a I'll, we'll get a we'll get vaccination passports if we can also have voter ID cards. The, the deal would never pass Congress, but um, I'm not sure that that uh, that's a worthwhile trade as much as I would like voter ID. I, I think that. Uh, the creation of a secondary class of people who haven't been vaccinated is is more deadly uh, to our society than a lot of than than uh, than not put it that way. We were talking before the break with uh, Karen from Quincy, who works in a nursing home as a dietitian, and she is scheduled to get her uh, her shot, her first shot on the vaccination on January twelfth, as is appropriate. She's obviously in phase one, working in nursing homes. And I don't think anyone disagrees that first responders, people in nursing homes, frontline healthcare workers uh, should be in phase one. They are the group that I think are most most at risk. But there are some uh, there are some inclusions and in some phase ones across the country that I find a little disconcerting. In New York, Governor Cuomo says that addicts need to be included in phase one. I, I, that one took me back a little bit. Cut 204, please, David. We have priority populations. As we have more vaccines, the priority populations expand, right? We're going down the list. You have the number one priority, two, three, four, five, six, seven. More vaccines, you just work your way down that list. Uh, this week, it's going to be urgent care center employees, individuals who are administering the COVID-19 vaccines for obvious reasons, including the local health department staff, uh, residents of OASIS facilities. These are congregate facilities. In case you're wondering what OASIS is, it is the State Office of Addiction Services and Supports. So they're right behind urgent care workers. Do you think that's fair? Is that a good idea? 
Um, I understand that they're congregate facilities, much like you know jail situations are congregate facilities, where you have a lot of people in in concentration. Um, but should they be next? Should they be in front of, say, people who are you know elderly, who you know for sure are going to die if they get COVID, basically? Or should they be in front of people who have serious health conditions, like a cancer patient? Or in front of, you know, somebody who has serious underlying comorbidities, like high blood pressure or diabetes or, you know, I don't, I mean, or emphysema? Should, should addicts be in front of them? You know, I, I agree that addiction is, a, is a, an illness, but I'm not sure I'm comfortable with that particular decision to put addicts in front of, maybe in front of the general population, maybe not, but in front of people who aren't addicts, but through no fault of their own have health issues. I'm not saying addicts asked for what's happened to them, but I'm saying that, you know, they're jumping line a little bit there. I, I think they shouldn't be in phase one. What do you think? Am I being cold, cruel? Do you think it's a good idea to, to let addicts go in front of phase two people? I, I don't think that it is. I mean, there have been a lot of interesting decisions as to who gets the shots these days. The vice president got it, what, about 10, a little over 10 days ago. Um, he did it on television, and I thought that was appropriate that the president get it. I thought that it was that it's appropriate that both the vice president and the president, um, who are very important, paramount importance to make sure where they uh, that the government continuity of government that they get it. And in in particular, the president has not gotten, nor is he planning to, for which you know he's received a lot of criticism. And to those people um, like CNN, who are making a lot out of the president not getting the vaccine, I would say he's already had COVID. You know, much like an earlier caller who had COVID, he had no intention of getting the vaccine, nor does he have to, because he's already had COVID. Now, how long you are uh, immune, I don't know. Nobody knows yet. But sure as shooting, you're more immune than somebody who hasn't had COVID. So the vaccine can go to somebody who hasn't had COVID, um, who's in the phase one category. Uh, the president, according to his doctors, does not need the vaccine right now. And just in case you think that, um, you know, that's my medical opinion, it's actually the medical opinion of the Surgeon General. He was on um, CBS Face the Nation a week before last, and he was doing an interview with Margaret Brennan, and uh, she got very upset that the president wasn't getting the vaccination. It was, it was kind of weird. Um, she started to yell at the Surgeon General to go and vaccinate the president. And he had to keep saying, it's, it's, no, he's had it. Cut 100, please, David. Do you have plans to have President Trump get a shot in the arm on camera? From a scientific point of view, I will remind people that the president has had COVID within the last 90 days. He received the monoclonal antibodies. And that is actually one scenario where we tell people, maybe you should hold off on getting the vaccine. Talk to your health provider to find out the right time. But that so doesn't make you aside, immune. There is a medical reason. That doesn't make oh, yes, you but immune. politics aside, 
It, 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 well, it does not, but we know that monoclonal antibodies, if you've been administered in them, actually uh, are a potential reason why medically we would tell you to hold off on the vaccination. So he said, no, no, he's, the treatments that he's had for COVID within, you know, the past three months means that he doesn't need the vaccine. But, but she got very snarky with him, and she's like, you know, oh, well, I'll let you hear it. Cut 101. So if he can't take the shot, which you're saying is for medical reasons, you think, why doesn't he at least come out and do the public service announcements to the people who voted for him, who trust him, and the vaccine he says he's so proud of? Well, uh, I appreciate the question, and I would refer you to the White House. I can only speak for me. I got vaccinated. The vice president got vaccinated, and uh, plenty of uh, Republicans look at him and see him uh, getting vaccinated, and I hope that people will talk to their trusted health providers uh, and get the information they need to make a, a, an appropriate choice to help us reopen our economy and to get back to normal and to save lives. What is wrong with that woman? That's my, you think. Like, like he's a shoe salesman and not the Surgeon General of the United States. What, she, does she have a medical degree? I don't know anything about her. She, maybe she does, but even to, to, to cast an aspersion on the medical knowledge of the Surgeon General of the United States is a little... Uh, aggressive, untoward, idiotic. I don't know. Pick one of those um, that you think is. And then she asked him to read the president's mind, basically. You know, why didn't he pick the blue sneakers when he was five? It's the same. You know, how, how is the Surgeon General supposed to know what, what's in the president's mind? Unless he's had a particular conversation that he said, the president told me this. I, you know, what's wrong with her? A lot of politicians. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're, we're lining up. All of Congress, most of Congress, were lining up to get the shot. Um, and in Boston, uh, there was a photo of, it was in the Globe. Was the Herald? It was the Herald. There was a photo of Massachusetts Congresswoman Catherine Clark getting the shot uh, just before uh, Christmas. And uh, there were a bunch of them, uh, Warren and Markey, both got theirs. They're older, so I can see why they would um, be in phase two, not phase one. Um, they should have been in phase two. Clark um, is not anywhere near the age, so I don't know if she's got underlying health issues, but she didn't say that. She received the vaccine because the need for continuity of government operations. Yeah, no. The need for continuity of government operations is the president and the vice president, possibly cabinet members. It does not extend to a congresswoman from Massachusetts. Seriously. There is no reason why she should be getting the shot before the phase two people. She should not be in phase one. Not that they're at the beginning of phase one, meaning before first responders got it. I, I thought that was, you know, that's idiotic. Um, for that. She's otherwise healthy. If you're otherwise healthy and you're a member of Congress, you don't, you shouldn't be getting the shot. This has nothing to do with continuity of government. This has to do with 
You know, politicians, as usual, do as I say, not as I do. Everybody else has to wait for phase two. You know who had a hissy fit about this. One of my favorite governors in the entire United States is Governor Chris Sununu. I liked his dad as governor, too. Um, but he, I thought, was is has his head screwed on. He looks at things logically. He doesn't play politics with important issues. I, I just really like him. And he's, he's on um, Nightside with Dan Ray at least probably once every two or three months. And one of the, the questions that he gets all the time, because I work with Dan as well, and one of the questions that Dan get, that Governor Sununu gets when he's on with Dan is, you know, are, would you consider moving to Massachusetts? And to be honest with you, uh, the answer is no. He's a New Hampshire boy. But um, he got wind of all these politicians getting their shots in phase one. And this is what he had to say. Cut 105. I mean, do you blame individual senators and Congress people for getting it? Or do you, are yes. you saying that you yes. do? You okay. bet I do, because every one of those vials that is being used for a congressman and senator that has been doing nothing and that hasn't been on the front lines is another vial of vaccine that isn't going to a nurse or to a resident into a long-term care facility. Yeah, I so absolutely positively um, agree with that. Unless they have an underlying health issue. And Mark and Warren, they're both over well over 70. So, yeah, okay, I, I get it with them. Um, if and especially I don't know what their health is, so but but they get it. But in my opinion, they should be getting it in phase two. They shouldn't be in phase one. Clark should be in phase three, unless she has an underlying health. Uh, most of the Massachusetts delegation should be in phase three. I I am absolutely positively with great with uh, Chris and Nunu, um, and he also threw some shade on Congress in general. Cut one oh six. We're on the verge of a, of a shutdown right now, and they're getting in line for a vaccine when they've actually done nothing for the last eight months. So um, I think I'm just trying to express what I think most people feel. I think absolutely he's expressing what mo most people feel. And then he was asked about, you know, are you going to get the shot? Cut 107. When it's my time to get the vaccine, when it's their time based on their health conditions and their age and all of that, uh, of course, they should step up and get the vaccine. The vaccine is safe, and I'll be the first one to do so when my number's called. But we are very far away from that point. Yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm at the end of phase two, maybe phase three. I think most of Congress should have been in phase three with the general population. You know, if, if it's okay for everybody else to wait in that moment that I described at the end of last hour, for the vaccine, you know, like those guys on the Indianapolis were waiting to be picked up by a plane because sharks were circling. I don't see why Congress can't be waiting with us. Do you? 617-266-6868 is the number here. 617-266-6868. This is Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight is the number here. Six one seven two six 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 eight six eight. This is Sandy Shack. My text number seven zero four seven zero. We're talking about vaccinations and people jumping lines. We had a call earlier from a lovely woman who works in a nursing home, Karen from Quincy, and uh, she's getting the vaccination. You know, but she's worked in homes where. Uh, a lot of people have died. I think in one home she worked, 26 people have died, and the other one, 14. So she's doing what she views as the responsible thing. God bless her, and God bless everybody 
in both those homes. Um, but and, and she should be in phase one. Absolutely, positively, she should be in phase one. But there are inclusions in phase one that I find distressing. One, in New York, they're including addicts. I'm not sure that's appropriate. Um, and uh, Congress basically jumped everybody in line, just jumped right in front of everybody. Now, unless they have, if they're older, like Markey and Warren are in Massachusetts, both our senators are over 70, I think they belong in phase two unless, you know, that's what phase two is. It's phase two of people who are over 65 and people who have underlying health issues. Those are in phase two. Um, if you don't have any underlying issues like Congresswoman Clark um, and you're not over 65, which she is not, then you belong in phase three. Don't give me this continuity of government bull bleep. The only people that should should be getting uh, for continuity of of um, government should be the president, the vice president, possibly cabinet members, and we can discuss the speaker and the minority leader. That should be it. Nobody else, in my opinion. Charles from Arlington, welcome to WRKO. How are you, I'm, Charles? I'm concerned about uh, hearing about a, a new. Uh, uh, what they call a new strain of this like yeah it's not more virulent Charles it's just more contagious meaning um, it doesn't kill more people it's just more easily transmitted well how do you protect it I mean you know this this is all blamed on the Chinese the Chinese started this damn thing and the thing is you speak about continuity of government I'm not convinced that Trump is going to make it, uh, uh, and I think if, if if Biden gets in, what are we going to do? I mean, maybe the thing to do is to have uh, uh, do what they do in some uh, some countries and say, okay, everybody gets the vaccine, we'll ramp up production, everybody gets the vaccine, or pay a very severe penalty. Well, that's called a mandate, and well, do it. yeah, do it just like they would, just like they do it would in uh, in. Uh, in, in some countries, you know what I'm saying? Well, those countries don't have a constitution or a bill of rights, Charles. You don't. Well, do China that. is. I've just read an article that's saying that China is is uh, likely to be surpassed the United States very soon, and China has about uh, a, a, a lot of. Uh, China is a, lot a more... dictatorship, Charles. They can do a lot of things that we don't do here. Yeah, but uh, I I think I. Uh, I've heard some responsible people discuss the Constitution, and the United States is a declining power right now. That's all there is to it. China is rising. Well, Charles, thank you for the call. Um, Okay. I think if uh, you're more comfortable, then I'm sure you can get a flight to, you know, Shanghai. I don't think that – or, you know, Beijing. I don't think that – I don't think that I agree with you that uh, the United States is a waning power. I think we're going through a bad situation right now. Uh, but I also think that um, it's a, a mandate is not necessarily the way to go, just like I don't think a vaccination passport is the way to go. I think that's going to cause problems besides a huge black market. It's going to create more bureaucracy because you're going to have to have an office of vaccination passports. And we all know how wonderful uh, bureaucracies can be. I, I do appreciate the call, Charles, but I think that uh, I, I don't think we can follow China as our blueprint in requiring people to get vaccinated. If you disagree with me, uh, by all means, jump on board like Charles did. 617-266-6868 is the number here. What we were talking about is people jumping lines for vaccination. I think that people, it should be your choice whether you get a vaccination or not. I don't believe in mandated, but I believe that if we're going to go down the road of a vaccination passport, that's the next step in mandating vaccinations. How long until 
uh, you're going to be required to uh, get a vaccination on a plane, on a train, to cross state lines. These things all concern me. And then the other thing that concerns me are the people who want the vaccination who've muscled their way into phase one, like politicians, like prison inmates here in Massachusetts. They also have to get um, they also get to be in phase one because they, quote, congregate living. That's that's the key. Now, there are congregate living situations that I absolutely agree need to have need to be in phase one. Nursing homes is one of them. You know, hospital situations is another. But I think in prison situations, you give the guards the vaccines, but not the inmates. Oh, good heavens. Well, we are out of time for today. Please join me next week at 5 p.m., 5 to 7 every Saturday for one more thing. You can also uh, tune in on Monday morning. Jeff Cooner will be back here at WRKO. I work with him during the week. I am so looking forward to it, and I'll see you next week. This is Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.